everybody. Welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Joey. <coughs> uh, and I'm Jeremy. What? That was way too long, Jeremy. Yeah, I was I was thinking to like... I, so first off, I was taking a drink when you were doing your <laughs> intro like I normally do. Uh, and then the time came for me to introduce myself. Uh, I'm Jeremy, again, by the way. Uh, and I, I was thinking like, maybe I'm going to do something different. But I didn't start thinking about that until you already stopped talking. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and it's, uh, yep, that's awkward. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Off shit. to a, a roaring start tonight. I do that in my real life all the time where I just <laughs> stare at somebody for way too long because I try to think of something to say and then I forget that I was thinking of something to say. And then by the time I realize it, I'm just like, well, it's too long. So I'm going to walk away now. <laughs> <laughs> I walk away. Turn, turn your back leave the room okay. uh, we, we talk about music yeah. i mean we we have all the time in the world joey this week yeah uh because uh, normally we talk about an album this week we're talking about an ep which is considerably shorter it's five tracks yeah. but it's like 15 minutes yeah long. 15 no 13 like 13 50 maybe yeah sure i was ballparking it yeah in the 13 to 15 range yeah because most of the songs are like between two and three minutes all of the songs actually are between two and three minutes. Every single one of them. Yeah, but you know it's okay. The name of the what, album. What are, yeah, Jesus. What are we fucking talking about? Okay. We're off the rails. So the EP is called "Lately." It's by uh, a guy named Still Woozy. That's not his actual name, but that yeah, is. It's going to comment on that. That is uh, the name he has chosen to release music under. So yeah, it's his uh, alias. His artist oh, yeah. name. Yeah, he's he's a pretty cool dude. You know, we were listening to Half Alive last week, and there were some some things that gave me similar vibes. First vibe of the night, vibe and, check. Uh, you know, I was just like, still woozy, man. Let's let's fucking do it. I don't care if it's thirteen minutes long. I'm, <laughs> yeah, and and you know, it's a shorter format, uh, for, so it makes it easier for us to listen to it th- throughout the week. Easier for us to make notes for, it, and it's easier for the listener to listen to. Yeah. So I think it's just it's. I don't think anyone's going to give a shit or complain. If you think this episode is too long, or too short, I mean, I don't know why I said too long. <laughs> if you think this episode's too short, let us know, I guess. But I feel like that's not going to happen. Yeah. Maybe, I think the biggest complaint is going to be that our intro sucked this week. <laughs> if, if there are complaints, if people actually listen. Or the next biggest complaint is that people are going to listen to this episode and be like, all the other episodes are way too long. (laughs) Could be, could be. In which case, I'm not changing anything, so deal with it or go somewhere else, I guess. But, you know, Uh, in the spirit of uh, actually having a shorter episode, you know. (laughs) Not just us rambling for 45 minutes. (laughs) Let's, the album art is actually pretty fucking bonkers and it's, just like it's wild this dude all of his album art is just like weird and yeah. it's the same artist on all of it it's very like weird i don't want to say abstract because it's it's still clearly like <laughs> you can tell what it is but it's right. like it's like picasso or something but to yeah a lesser it's kind of like kind of surreal kind of yeah i don't know I, I guess abstract kind of fits it it, it's it's abstract but still reality yeah and it also like so this album art is like some weird pale naked humanoid that i'm guessing no i don't know if it's a guy it's like there's See, really there's literally no I way to tell it was a girl yeah I, my, my instincts tell me it's a girl 
because of a the lips they're they're bright red so it looks like lipstick but also the fingernails and the toenails yeah. all of these things are obviously not limited to females but statistically speaking you know yeah. chances of it being a female seem higher to me yeah but yeah and i always thought it was a guy just because because you can see boobies well that's not, not even really a thing i think pets. i just typically uh like assign my own gender to uh, to things that are ambiguous I mean, that I see. To, to be fair, it is it is very like androgynous, yeah. right? There, there's no hair on the head. That there's not a lot of defining facial features outside of the, the red lipstick that I that I mentioned. But that could just be like it, it wasn't supposed to be lipstick. It was just supposed to be lips, kind of a thing. Uh, and very flat chested individual that looks like they just have pecs. They're not wearing any clothes. They're kind of curled up, so you can't see any genitalia. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I, guess, I don't know if I want to see. Man, I'm into that. Of, what are you talking about? This 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 creature, this humanoid. I think humanoid is the best way to describe. It. it looks like a naked dude. Yeah, a naked person. All curled, curled up in the up. fetal position, and there's yeah. like. It looks like Napoleon Dynamite drew a jaguar. <laughs> yes. <to> <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, there's like a there's like a ripped ass little leopard dealio <laughs> going. He does. On there. He's got some muscles, man. <laughs> he's standing. He's got one paw on a, a steak of some yeah. sort, some, some fleshy slice. And then there's a, also a catfish yeah. behind behind said humanoid creature, which is very like pink lemonade colored. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is yellow and its eyes and fins, flippers, fins, <laughs> flippers. Is there a distinction there? I don't, I don't think pink. so. There's pink accents on the yellow catfish. Yeah. And you know, it's, I, I feel like it's supposed to mean something and I can almost glean <laughs> some sort of meaning, but I'll right. get, I'll get to that after we've discussed a little bit okay. of the songs because yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah it it's, sounds like, it sounds like it, you're, you're just burning to, to get to the, the discussion like some sort of lava man i am a lava man <laughs> and also the first track is lava first segue of the night in the bag <laughs> so before we started this i was i told jeremy hold on a second i have to listen to this song and he was like yeah. what are all the songs just running together <laughs> because they're not memorable and i was like no because my first note that i wrote like a week ago whenever i first started writing my notes was it's very Bwowy coming in at the start. Yes. I almost wrote Bwompy, but then I was like, I use Bwompy too much to describe a, a wide variety of things, and it's probably not a good descriptor. Yeah. But and, I agree with you. Yeah, so I had to I had to refresh it. But it is, it's like this Bwowy kind of electronic sound coming in. And then he's got, like, he, he does a lot of uh, mixing of, like, a clean guitar tone with yeah. the electric and like drum kit and stuff which he actually has commented on before like he he considers that his sick like his sound and he calls mm-hmm. it woos which i mean woos like he's still woozy a lot of his music i feel like could fit into like you could say it's, it's a woozy category so <laughs> sure i feel like it it's fits. a new genre of, yeah. of woos music Wo- yeah. woozic if you will uh, but yeah, it's, it's, he's got the funk, the funky kind of plucky sounding clean guitars, uh, the synths, like you said, very, very blowy. Yeah. Uh, it's very groovy bass and, and very like groovy in general. Just like the whole like feeling of the, the whole EP, honestly, yeah. is, is, is very kind of like funky, groovy kind of kind of deal. But also with some some kind of lo-fi aspects mis- mixed in throughout it. 
yeah. uh, the vocals on this. I'm assuming it's him, if it's just one dude yeah. who does most of the stuff. It uh, is. They're kind of interesting. I don't know if I want to say that they're, like, impressive, necessarily, mm-hmm. which is obviously an insult, and I'm not meaning it to be. <laughs> that but it, it, it was just, like, it's very calm and sedated, I think. And uh, I don't know, it, it kind of gave me a Beatles vibe for for some of the some of the songs and stuff some of the ways he sings things just kind of like reminded me of like a calm kind of Beatles style to it i could feel it he does have a very restrained way of singing like he and he switches back and forth between like falsetto and regular yeah. singing a lot like and i mean i like the style of it whenever he's not singing falsetto he's got like a really smooth type voice and yeah. whenever he's doing falsetto he gets really like breathy like it's it's like if he were to just be sitting there and singing instead of like you you can't picture this guy like in a booth going i'm singing (laughs) yeah or or not on like a stage or anything he's just kind of he's kind of like sing talking in a way like he's singing at a a talking voice level i guess yeah yeah i like it because i like things that are very low energy so yeah and i think it's it's that's kind of the vibe I get from this album, Second Vibe of the Night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we don't ever comment on the second vibe. I don't know why. But it's it's like... It's kind of like music that makes you feel like you're having a lazy day or, or like mm-hmm. you're just kind of like relaxing. It's very relaxing, like just kind of grooving, vibing for the most part. It's, it's I don't know. It, it gets me in that mind state of like being being sedated almost, not like by drugs or whatever but like just being like relaxed yeah and just kind of like hanging out i can dig it this is a very hangout song like uh i don't know i've been i was whenever he released this ep because i had been listening to he had a few singles out he'd only actually other than this ep he's only ever released singles this is like his only collection of songs but uh before it I had been listening to him for about like a year and a half and I was like wondering because I really liked that quality about his music that it was kind of just, I don't know, I could just like sit down and listen to it. Just and vibe I, to it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, he's coming out with an album. What if it's going to be whatever? And it wasn't, it was, it still kept the same vibe and I was just like, yeah, man, this is, Fuck this, yeah. this is cool. It's cool. Now I can talk about it on my podcast that I have in the future. <laughs> yeah. Even back then I was planning yeah we knew we, yeah. we always knew yeah uh back in, back in the pizza days <laughs> oh shit uh <laughs> this dude yeah, ly- lyrically yeah lyrically he talks about like a love person a love person is that what i was about to say a person that a he love loves. person yeah <laughs> a person that i like he- it love person that's that's a good word that we've just coined but it's, it means your significant other. Yeah, there we go. Or, or interest at the very least. Yeah, I, I'd say it's more of an interest based on where the song goes. But also, I mean, I think he's actually got engaged to his longtime partner last, I think it was June of last year, who, coincidentally, her name is Amaya. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Amaya Khan Teets, I think is how you. I, I honestly, like, I have no yeah. clue. But uh, she also does all of the artwork for his albums, by the way. I was going to ask. I meant to ask when you were talking about the artwork because you mentioned that the same artist did all of the artwork. And I was like, well, does he do the art or does he just have a friend that does? But that's that's cool. Yeah. So 
she does it. And uh, I think the song might be about her because it's more of, I don't know, this more than the other song seems more like he has reason behind him feeling the way he feels about her other than just like looking at her or like she's a friend or something and he's starting to like catch feelings, I guess. But I don't see. I had an I interesting, know. I had a different take on this. I'm not going to say that my own thoughts were interesting. That was kind of like <laughs> but, uh, so, so you're saying that it, it's just kind of like a love song where he, he's talking about how he, I, I guess I'll let you finish up whatever thoughts you were going through about what the song went to you. The song, I mean, to me, it's always just seemed like he has feelings for somebody. I don't, like, you don't really get a view from the other person's side or a view from what he thinks the other person's side is in this song. So I kind of just always got the feeling it was, like, somebody he's pining for or something that he's at least spent time with. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely a component of it. But there were some lyrics that kind of made me think that, that he was in love with someone, but not in a healthy way where he, he says that he just like uh, in the second verse, he says, I just want to get a rise from you. And that's what I do. You know, I love it when, when you do, uh, when you hit the bell, whatever. So it, it seemed like he, he just, he enjoyed pushing their buttons and upsetting yeah. them just because it gives him some sort of satisfaction that he can't really verbalize. And, and despite that, like all he thinks about is them. He loves the person and he he can't see himself getting over that, but he also can't seem to do anything to keep them around. And and the things that he does do aren't like may, maybe not the best way to show show affection. Yeah, and I think that that's probably a better description based on where I see the album, like the EP, going, yeah. like lyric wise and other songs. So that that fits more kind of with. Because it's not really like there's an overarching story, I feel like, through the album, right. but there's definitely a common theme between a lot of the songs. Yeah, and that theme is relationships, because yes. we love talking about relationship albums. Because that's like 90% <laughs> of all albums. <laughs> but, you know, uh, to, oh, get away from all, <laughs> to get away from all these relationship <laughs> albums, I think yeah. we'd have to travel all the way to Ipanema. It's a very yeah. specific place that you would want to go to get away from that. In fact, I feel like that is the worst place you, you would want to go to to get away from relationship songs because isn't there that, that one song called Ipanema that's like the, the next track on this album? Yeah, and there's also like that girl that's there too. Yeah, she's from Ipanema. I don't know if she's there, but she's from Ipanema. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. That's where, track number two is Ipanema. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen. Knocking them out. <laughs> killing it. Killing it tonight. Featuring... Omar Apollo and El- Eluj? I guess so. Eluj El- maybe? Eluj. Maybe Eluj. No, I, don't, I don't know. Make your name easier to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this one obviously to me is kind of got that Bossa Nova feel referencing like the girl from Ipanema. Yeah. Right? But it kind of has the woos on it, right? It's, it's got a little bit of that, that modern lo-fi kind of beat aesthetic to it. Uh, this is the shortest track on the album, like just over two minutes. And I don't know if that's a disservice to it or not. Like, I feel like I could listen to this song multiple times in a row or like loop it or whatever and be totally fine with it. But it also kind of like it comes, it does its thing and it leaves, which is a good thing. Yeah. Like I agree. Like I don't, not many of his songs are very long format. And I feel like that 
that's good for him. Like, he knows when to stop a song. Like, this song, it's over almost as soon as it begins. Like, but Mm -hmm. it's... Not to say that it's all killer, no filler. But, like, (laughs) I mean, there's not much there that doesn't really need to be there, I feel like. Whereas sometimes, especially, like, for us, people that are trying to talk about things. (laughs) Like, if you're hearing, like, okay, this song's got three verses and four choruses and whatever and it's like you can only talk about something so many times in a song or you can only listen to it so many times but i feel like yeah like you said you can kind of repeat it and it'll do the same thing it'll feel the same if you play the song like two or three times as it would a normal song for four or six minutes yeah i i very much like the the feel the woos on the album it's got uh three different vocalists like i mentioned he features two others he also has uh, vocals he does the chorus of it and uh the first verse is in spanish or i'm assuming yes. it's spanish i think it's spanish uh but it, shame on me for being an uncultured swine who doesn't know that but uh yeah it's it's kind of i love the feeling of the the, the way that he sings the words alongside the bossa nova feel because it just feels natural it feels right to me and it just it flows and i like it a lot because i like foreign music yeah, it, even though I don't look into a lot of foreign music, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's probably not as hard as it to come by as it seems like it is. But to me, it always yeah. it always seems like it is. Like I have to really go look for it, which it's on me that I don't. But I mean, yeah. whenever uh, all these songs from American artists or English speaking artists are just constantly like listen to this yeah it's so so accessible yeah but uh i agree i really like the feel of how omar apollo uh like sings it's just it's cool it it kind of takes you around because he like you said he throws his his woos on top of the typical like bossa sound and it's i don't know it just feels kind of groovy and there's like uh i don't know just i like the mix of the clean guitar and the mm-hmm. drum machine even more in this song. Cause it's playing a different, like the guitar is playing a different type of music rather yeah. than just playing something to accompany whatever beat he made, I guess. But right. uh, it just, yeah, it just sounds super cool because like the drums, they kind of, I don't know. There's this like fast tappy drum machine thing going on in the background while the guitar is playing like this slow sounding, swingy feel type thing so there's like the drums are going faster than the song seems like it is and the guitar is going slower than the song seems like it is i like that description (laughs) yeah fast tappies fast tappies (laughs) yes lyrically uh this one is another love song Uh, i think i think every song on this album is like a a love slash relationship song like we mentioned but uh this, this one kind of has a nice theme i thought or at least an interesting theme to the words chosen and that he's like uh running with a theme of loving him like he's dead yeah or like he had died kind of a thing so there's a lot of references uh and and wordplay with that like he the chorus he says love me like i'm six feet underneath the ground it's so cold and nice there's nobody around uh and then even in like uh the the second verse i guess i i I don't know about the spanish lyrics because i didn't 
bother to, to really translate them. I assume that they were about the same. But the, the second verse, they, the LUJ, says, Roses grow in the darkness. I need you. The lights don't cut when you're outside. So there's still kind of that, like, the implication that that he's in a dark box somewhere underground. Yeah. And wanting wanting that kind of love because people don't usually express their the full extent of their love until the person that that, that they love has died, which is unfortunate, but yeah. it's life. Yeah, it's I could I couldn't figure out whether it meant cuz initially whenever I listened to it, I definitely was in the camp of yeah like he's asking her to show all this affection like you would like you see people weeping right in in funerals because it's like they're showing all their love now but i didn't know if he meant like he's dead and she didn't like currently he could have been dead to her but i don't know if i'm stretching because it seems like there's so much like unreciprocated yeah obsession i guess in this guy in the way that he's singing about this girl but i don't know i don't know yeah it's true i mean it it could definitely be like like you said that that he is dead to her because the the second half of the chorus the second like the last lines is they can't hold me in the ground yeah meaning that like theoretically if he had died and she didn't give half a shit he was still in love with her enough that he would kind of be revived and, and he would be able to break out and, and come back. And, and he's not going away despite <laughs> the fact that she's not reciprocating. Those he's feelings. never giving up. <laughs> never. Not even when he's dead. Yeah. Till, and, till death do we not part. Yeah. And you know, he's just going to keep loving her. Like it's some sort of habit. Segway of the night. Boom. Oh, smooth AF brother. That's me, man. <laughs> Track number three is <laughs> habit. Boom. This, this is, I have mixed feelings about the song. I think it's my favorite song on the album. Oh shit! Um, on, on the EP, but I also there's there's a little bit of it that annoys me. Uh, I really like the the guitar lead riff in this yeah. one. The bass feels good. The vocal rhythm and the melody and the harmony are, are great. I feel like this song specifically nails the woos style yeah. kind of a thing that he's trying to cultivate. But I just I don't know. There, there's he kind of like he he quickly spits a few of the bars in in the verse and it, it something about it just puts me off it, it kind of like i don't know it almost reminds me of like a justin timberlake kind of like r&b poppy thing which i'm not a fan of that that whole like genre of like pop r&b stuff from the early 2000s yeah kind of a thing and he it kind of evokes that a little bit when he, he says i could give a fuck about you you know that i do or or whatever he, he talks about in that the verse just the way he he delivers some of the lines kind of kind of it reminds me of that and it kind of makes me cringe i otherwise yeah. i love the song this actually was a yeah this was the only song i had heard before this ep came out or before i heard the ep i guess he released it mm-hmm. as a single and that what you're talking about where he like goes into like a rap thing halfway through the f- first verse yeah. Well, I, it doesn't really leave like a bad taste in my mouth or anything. It did. This was kind of what worried me about the album where I was like, is this going to be different? Like, right. is this going to be more prominent? Which I'm glad it wasn't. Uh, I don't mind it that much, but yeah, it's not. I like the rest of the song and I would have liked the song just as much, if not more without it. So, right. but uh, 
Yeah, I, I like, he definitely nails the woos on this one. Like, there's that guitar line, it's just so clean. And, like, mm-hmm. the way the bass backs up whenever the chords hit, like, he'll play, yeah. like, a little line and then hit some chords with it. And it's like the bass comes in and it's just like, poof. Yeah. It's just a really nice feeling. It is pretty good. Uh, lyrically, this one, again, is a love song. To me, it seemed like he wanted a relationship with someone like, so he and this person were kind of in a, I guess she, it's a she, he, he and a woman were like casually involved in some capacity and he wanted to make it more of like a a relationship kind of thing. And she was kind of more interested in keeping it casual. So he was kind of like trying to figure out where the line is drawn there. Yeah. It's, uh, Definitely, like, it lends itself to the past two songs being, from his point of view, like, he's he's really obsessing over the girl. She's become a habit. Like, she, yeah. he talks about it. I mean, he there's no, like, ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's telling her, like, you could be my habit. Like, instead of my drug, like, you could be the thing that, like, I'm always about. And she's yeah. just like, ah, what, what? <laughs> but, yeah. uh. It's it doesn't seem healthy, but he's telling it from his side. I don't this is why I'm not sure if Lava was actually about his then girlfriend, now fiance, I guess. Right. But but I mean I guess it could have been, but it just doesn't seem like it would be, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. This whole like EP kinda like it seems like a relationship that is destined to not work out. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. And I was th- kind of surprised that, that you thought the first song, like off the bat was about his, his current fiance. And I was just like, wow, that's, that's yeah. an interesting take because I got the opposite. Feeling from it. <laughs> I mean, it could have been, I don't know. Some people have those relationships for like their whole life. So I don't, I don't know. Some, true. Pe- some people have the very big feelings and they're the always, feelings. they're always about that, but I don't know. Uh, this is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I gave up trying to think of a good way to segue. Try before. I was just gonna say, uh, no, you know, "Fool Song" is the name of the fourth track because fool song. "Fool song." I was gonna say something about me being a fool for thinking "Lava" was a song about, me. <laughs> but you know that 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 wouldn't have made sense. It, eh, I mean, none of our segues make sense, so it wouldn't it wouldn't have been far off. Track number four, "Fool Song." Uh, this one has like some reverse samples and, of like guitars and and like risers and stuff like that, and there's some like weird vocal samples and stuff that comprise the melody. Uh, I, I really like that kind of playing with samples. Yeah, I think we both do. I think we've talked about that several times on on the podcast. Uh, aside from that, though, I feel like this is kind of more of the same, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But at this point in the EP, like it's a short EP. Like you can listen to it in fifteen minutes. It's not an issue. Yeah, this is more than the same because I've only been listening to it for like ten minutes at this point in the the EP. But yeah, it 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 didn't really stand out too much apart from those. Oh shit! Because this is my favorite song on the EP. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck I guess you. We're gonna have to fight. No, it's it's like I can see it. It's uh the things I like about it are pretty small, honestly. Like yeah. small potatoes, like. I just like a lot of the effects that he uses, like he said, like the reverse sounding vocal samples. He's got 
at certain points whenever he's singing in like the verses he does this thing where he has like what sounds like a dropped out backup vocal like he just took his own lead vocals and just like distorted them or dropped them down an octave or something and just put it behind him for like a really cool kind of wavy sound and uh yeah and then (laughs) there's one thing that just shows you how many times i fucking listen to this song is that there's like a one second clip that leads right into the second verse that mm-hmm. sounds like a little twisty voice that's like meh and <laughs> I, I mean i can't do it because uh, a computer did. did it i heard you but it's it's just cool i like it it's just a cool <laughs> little sound that every time it comes on i'm like yeah I, I like that you like the song because of that. Because I, I also like, I mean, like you said, it's kind of a testament to how many times you've listened to the song and songs that you listen, like you enjoy enough to listen to that many times and you're still finding kind of like new little quirky things in the song that you like. It's just like, it's, it's why I love music so much, I think. Yeah. There's always so much depth that a lot of artists put into music that you don't realize is there until you've sat with it for a very long time hell yeah or until you listen to it the right way like they're back whenever yeah. i used to listen to music on like shitty earbuds yeah i do li- listening on like a phone speaker is just ugh, yeah it. like it's nuts because you can listen to stuff on that and be like yeah i like this song and then like now this the setup that i have is like from my pc like if i'm listening to music at work my computer is next to like my work computer Mm -hmm. and I just put in like, I have a little dongle that you can get like push a button for surround sound, like 7.1 quality or whatever on the headphones. And I never knew what it was for. And one day I started listening to Spotify off my computer instead of off my phone. And I hit that button and it was just like, (laughs) what the fuck? You're so immersed. (laughs) It was amazing. And yeah. ever since then, I just have not been able to go back. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I wouldn't say that I'm an audiophile to to the extreme that is evoked when you say audiophile. Yeah, but there there's definitely something to be said for listening to music with high quality gear. Yeah, or at least like medium quality instead of yeah. like low quality. Because I mean, I guess if you're, I don't know, like my headset is probably like eighty bucks. Yeah. But I also use it for video games. So, you know. <laughs> and I've probably also destroyed my ears to the point where even if I was an audiophile, it wouldn't make too much of a difference. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think one of my. That's. I never mind. I was about to tangent about what I plan on buying in the future. It's not, <laughs> not totally relevant. Uh, maybe she will. Wait. Do we skip the lyrics? We, we, we kind of skip the lyrics, but I mean, it's. <laughs> it's uh, kind of just. I, I think this is like the inevitability of the last song happening. Like, yeah, he doesn't know like his standing with the girl. He, she finds out that, or he confesses or whatever that he feels the way he does, or he obsesses the way he does. And then it leads to her being like, Oh, and he's like, ah, I fucked it up. Like, this is, this is the song of him being a fool and potentially ruining or messing up the relationship that they did have. Yeah, it. I feel like there was something, something in here. I, I should have noted the lyrics. I feel like at some point it seemed like she was okay with him, or, or what 
she, she that she would maybe be interested but he just didn't have his shit together enough and he this yeah. song to me was kind of about him realizing that where he's like saying like look i'm not fit to be in a relationship i, I love being with this person but i'm i know that it's not gonna work out i know that like i'm not mentally or emotionally available in the way that she wants me to i feel like there, there was something in here that implied that she wanted to like make it work or at least was like coming back to him or something you know there probably is oh yeah in the bridge the the start of the bridge says i fuck it up when you come back yeah i know that you would like that and you don't get mad and all you could do is laugh i fuck it up now looking like a dog you say we could work it don't know if i heard it right so maybe maybe there's a bit of that where he's like hearing what he wants to hear from her but i took that to mean that like she's willing to like work with him on it but he's like at the same time realizing that like he's not in a place that he needs to be in a relationship kind of a thing yeah i mean it makes sense like if she was willing to because it i didn't it didn't seem like in in the song she was going to outright like be like no we can't even right be like be friends anymore so i don't know yeah, yeah most of the song was him talking about him being shitty yeah <laughs> or, or him fucking things up kind of a thing but you know what? Maybe, yeah. maybe she <laughs> is is. Uh, is still gonna be with him. Who knows? Yeah, I realized that. Like, I said, maybe she, and you knew I was segueing, and I knew I was segueing, and then I said the thing about the lyrics, and people just got dropped there. <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to say about maybe she. But number five is maybe she. <laughs> this one's got it's it's a it's a strong ending track, I think. Yeah the ep it's got a bit of an upbeat kind of chill lo-fi thing pretty much what what i expected at this point but it's a bit more like like i said upbeat kind of faster paced kind of kind of dealio and yeah. a lot of music for it otherwise yeah same here other than like it did it kept the woozy feeling but it it just turned it up a little bit you know it's got it's got a little bit more going on like how lava was kind of more to start out with i felt like it was right. a little not high energy or anything because yeah. I, f- I feel like nothing on here is really high energy, but right. it's, it's more like the drums are turned up a little bit. This kind of the electronic synth stuff is more present here rather than just like the guitar. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, for a drum machine, I do like, I like the drums. It's just yeah. like, I guess the beats is that, is that yeah. what this would be? It's not drums. They're not drums. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's banging anything. I but... mean, if you get like a like a rolling drum machine kind of thing, you still have to like hit a pad, right? Yeah. So... Or maybe he's hitting the buttons on a drum machine with drumsticks. Like, ah. Or it's all programmed and it's all a lie. Yeah, that's actually probably what it is. But you know, <laughs> I mean, this dude's making the music in his garage. However, he yeah. feels like making it. Keep doing it, man. Yeah, clear, clearly it works for for Joey. Maybe maybe for me. Maybe she. Maybe is... she. Is seems to be a song. It's kind of related to habit, in my opinion. Yeah, where it seemed like he was going in to to a relationship. This one, so like in habit, I said that it seemed like he was in love and he wants a relationship, but she wanted to keep things casual. This one, I feel like it's kind of maybe extrapolating on that a little bit, where it feels like he goes into the relationship expecting to keep it casual, but then he realizes that he actually has feelings for her. Yeah, and maybe like at the beginning they both wanted it to just be a casual thing and she did not end up growing in the same way that he did uh or at least not the same direction i don't mean to say that. like she she was stunted from growing or whatever yeah. and she was like herself but but he wanted more from the relationship 
And she was just like, no, that wasn't part of the arrangement. And so they're kind of in this weird kind of position that I think is represented throughout the rest of the EP. Yeah, it's, I mean, the song's got me confused, which is one of the, one of the <laughs> lyrics. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's so many things where I think, like, I'm, I'm with you 100%. But then there's parts of me that are like, what if the dude still woozy? His name is Sven Gamsky. Sure. Gamsky. That is his name. Sven Gamsky. <laughs> I wonder if Sven is going to listen to this and be like, that is not at all what, like, I, I meant this. Like, I, I don't know why I feel that way because it seems pretty clear, like, what he's talking about. But I don't know. I don't know. Man. I, th- I think I think the reason you feel that way is because you're associating it with his fiance, perhaps. Yeah, that's and probably like, well, it. clearly they're working out, so this can't be e- either I'm misunderstanding something, or the alternative is that this isn't about her. Yeah, <laughs> which the alternative seems to be the better option, <laughs> right? But hey, Sven, if you're if you are listening to this and you you think we're interpreting this in the wrong way, or you don't like what we have to say, please let us know. Like, yeah. I, I think it'd be interesting to have that discussion with the artist. But at the same point, as we've kind of mentioned uh, a handful of times, it's not really his music anymore, right? He's released yeah. it. So however we interpret it is valid, right? Guess... So it's, it's what we get from the music that, that matters more than what it meant. Yeah, whatever story we come up with, maybe we're wrong depending on how he intended it, but we're not wrong in our interpretation of it. In the fact yeah. that we're creating a new reality every time we listen to it. <laughs> Boom! Every single time we listen to it, we think oh. it's something completely different. I mean, if you go by like the infinite worlds thing, we really are creating. Yeah. It's we're, we're always creating new realities every time we do anything. Every word we choose. Wouldn't that sequential be... order creates a new new dimension, right? God, I feel like every the possible whole possible timeline. Like everything would just go into a black hole. Like there'd just be too much information at a certain point. I mean, is there a limit to how much information can exist in the universe? I mean, there's I a limit. So. There maybe not in the. I mean, I'm, there is. I'm sure there's a limit that can exist in our universe because I know there's a limit to how much can exist in your brain. But it's like an ex. It's like a stupid amount of information. Like, right. But if we could pass off that 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 information put on like hard drives. That's true. That's true. Or, or some alien technology that has a near infinite capacity, right? Just a couple of those and you're good. Oh my God. We're getting way off course. (laughs) We're talking talking about space and aliens and shit. Uh, I'm a believer. Uh, but I think uh, speaking, but not to be speaking speaking. of aliens and, and cool shit. This is the best segue we've ever done (laughs) next week. We're going to be listening to the album Sci-Fi Crimes by the band Chevelle, which I feel like it was a pretty big album. Maybe not the biggest of their albums, um, but it is my favorite of their albums. And part of that, I think, is maybe due to nostalgia. But I also just really think that this album holds up over time very well. And I like every single track on the album. And I just fucking I want to take us in a different direction. So we're doing Chevelle's Sci-Fi Crimes uh, next week. So if you guys want to keep up with us, listen to that this week, and uh, we'll be discussing it next week. Drop our comments. Let us know what you thought about this episode. If you prefer the sh- prefer 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 the the shorter length episode, if you want 
EPs to be a more common thing, we can totally do that. Because uh, I say that this was a shorter episode. It's still been like 40 minutes at this point. <laughs> uh, so we clearly had enough to talk about or enough to derail about to fill time. Uh, so I apologize if we promised that this would be a short episode and it wasn't. But uh, yeah, let us know if, if you have an album or an EP that you want us to talk about. Because the whole point of this is to discover shit. And we like discovering shit. So give us some recommendations and we'll check them out for sure. If not on the podcast, at least in our personal time, we'll check them out for sure. Yeah, and then maybe we'll like just say something offhanded one day and be like, oh yeah, somebody so-and-so sent this. And it was cool. Yeah. End or, of discussion. We'll reference, yeah, we'll reference <laughs> it while we're talking about another album. Say, oh yeah, well that reminded me of of this thing that John Johnson sent us. Dude, <laughs> if your name is John Johnson out there, <laughs> recommend me an album. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'll listen to anything you recommend John Johnson. <laughs> Until then, stay in our feedback loop. Bye.